And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. Who's that strange-looking man behind you? Let's call. I met him at the laundry, man. Sam Spade Detective Agency. Sam, sweetheart. I don't know what to do, Rabbi. Every night he listens to the radio. I can't keep him away. The Lone Ranger, uh, the Shadow, the Master Avenger. Uh, this is not good. It tends to induce bad values, false dreams, lazy habits. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> guys, guys, guys! Fellas, think we could listen to the radio or something? Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games. Movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the vivacious Lisa Wolf, and in this hour, we'll present a 1950 classic radio Christmas broadcast of Suspense, starring Dennis Day. But it's time now for Guess That Christmas Theme. Our moderator, Lisa Wolf-Bacharach, will play themes from popular Christmas songs... Uh, from or, Christmas television specials. Oh, television specials. And our listener contestant and I will try to guess that Christmas television special. Right, Lisa? <laughs> well, we're going to guess the famous singers who are singing on that Christmas television okay. special. You are so close, though. Man. You know, we're changing things up for the holidays. Jeffrey from Pittsburgh is on the line. What's up, Jeffrey? How are you? Hi. I'm great. How are you both? We're doing good. Good well, to have you I'm on the I'm doing good, too. But... <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, my friend. Thanks for calling. Glad you got through. Thank you. So Christmas television specials, and these are all singers that have very recognizable voices. We'll see how it goes. Jeffrey, this first one is for you. Um, You just named this Christmas special. This goes back to 1973. Oh, man. Bells on Bob ring. So Make we're trying to guess the singer. Who's that singing? I have no idea. <laughs> All right, so that's a tough one. I have no idea. I don't know who that is you either. You can't tell now because there's too many voices, but when it started, we heard a little Sonny and Cher there. That was Sonny and that Cher? That was Sonny that was that male voice that we were listening that to. That was Sonny? It was. That's it. Oh, I didn't know that one at all. No, it, it was difficult. You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that I actually think I sing better than Sonny. Um, that might be true, actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah he, he wasn't was not, the best singer. Not the best singer. But, but he was an entertainer for sure. Yeah. She definitely yeah, had the voice. better entertainer, that's for all sure. All right, we'll see if this one's a little clearer. All all right. Right. You try this one. This goes back to 1976. That's, that's Donnie and Marie. That's right. Donnie and Marie. There you go. All right. Got one. Remember that song? This is kind of in their famous uh, song. I got one, Jeffrey. I <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's try the next Doesn't one. Doesn't happen too often. I know. So. That's true. Try the next one. It's probably more difficult than I think. This is from 1977. Outside the snow is falling. Sound familiar? Wow, good singer. She is. 
Let's take the road before us and sing a chorus or two. Think about 1970s. Come on, it's lovely where the folks lay right together with you. Boy, she's good. Nothing? You know it, Carl? No, nothing on this one either. I'm going to... I'm just going to go out and I'm not good at this. I'm going to say Dinah Shore. It's the Carpenters. Oh, the Carpenters. That's Karen Carpenter. Wow. I tell you, I just had the Carpenters over to fix uh, <laughs> my uh, my bathroom uh, sink. <laughs> well, I don't know how the good they'd be. All right, let's try the next one. I had a slow one. drain, you know. I had a slow drain. I called the Carpenters over, they, and they took care of it for me. All right. Well, the joke only is funny one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. Whose turn is it? All right, Carl, this is for you. This is a 1990 Christmas special. That's Dolly Parton. Yes, sir. That is right. right. Wow. She has that little Little twang twang in her voice. It's a little twang. Exactly. That ain't all she has. (laughs) <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Have you ever and it met? ain't little. <laughs> <laughs> all right, got All one. right, you did. Wow. You all right, two. Jeffrey. Come on, Jeffrey. Right. Come on, Jeffrey. Let's go. This is I'm trying. I'm I, trying. I know. This you can is, do this. this you can tough. do this. <laughs> I know it is. Uh, okay, this is a Christmas special from No, but I can oh, see where yeah, you say a, that. I would think that too. It's, they it's ha- I'll give you a clue. They have the same first name, kind of. John is his first name. Is that John Lennon? No. That's <laughs> a high word. Keep trying. 1970s John. This is called Rocky Mountain Christmas. John Special. Denver? John Denver. It oh, John Denver. Is. Yep. In a it doesn't sound like John Denver. Sounds like John Denver. Sounds like more like Johnny Mathis. Well, it's definitely John Denver. All right. So I'm singing it. All right. We've got one more. You guys do this one together. Yeah, let's okay? uh, yeah, we'll, we'll... I, I make it a team. Okay. This team goes effort. back to a Christmas show from 1972. I had some marshmallow whirlwind experiment. Oh, Dean Martin. Yes. Dean Martin. Dean Martin is right. All right. Dean Martin Christmas show. Uh, what a voice. The best. I love Dean Martin. Wow. I know it's difficult, but still a lot of fun. Great Christmas specials. Well, Jeffrey, you're going to win a five-CD set, Classic Radio Club, and I hope you have a very, very Merry Christmas. And thanks for calling in, my friend. Thank, Thank you so much, Same Jeffrey. All right. Merry Christmas. Best Thank to you too. and your family. And uh, when we come back, we have a terrific tale, well calculated, to keep you in suspense. A Christmas story starring Dennis Day, so stick around. It's a yum, yummy world made for sweethearts. Take a walk with your fever. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... 
Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Speaking of good old days, look, Lisa, I just got this yesterday in the mail. It's the January-February issue. I'm holding it up so the camera can see. So if you're a podcast subscriber or a Classic Radio Club subscriber, you can hit watch on the podcast and see us in the studio. And you'll see me holding up the latest issue of Good Old Days magazine. Oh, I love Good Old Days. And my article is in this issue. It's on page 26. It's on Fibber, McGee, and Molly. And then you can log on to a special website and download a 1939 episode of Fibber, McGee, and Molly. It's just a little thank you for being a subscriber to Good Old Days. We love this magazine. It's uh, full color. It's 8.5 by 11. You get six issues a year. It's only $9 a year when you buy it through our show. It's amazing. You save 75% off the cover price just go to our website hollywood360radio.com scroll down you'll see a banner for good old days click that takes you to a special page that has been set up for our listeners all across the country hollywood 360 listeners save 75 percent normally a two-year subscription is 71 dollars and 88 cents you get it as a Hollywood 360 listener for $18. That's $9 a year. Plus, you get a free gift. You get a cookbook. Not bad, Lisa. I mean, it's just its a great offer, folks. You will love good old days. Please subscribe. Read my article on page 26 in the January-February issue. I think you'll really enjoy the whole magazine plus my article. I'm excited about um, being involved with Good Old Days magazine. But I right didn't now, even know you could write, so I'm excited <laughs> to read that. <laughs> but right now I'm excited <laughs> about Suspense. This stars Dennis Day in Christmas for Carol from December 21st, 1950, part one now of a tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. Autolite and its 96,000 dealers present Suspense. Tonight, Autolite brings you Christmas for Carol, a suspense play starring Mr. Dennis Day. Hey, Hap. Well, hello, Santa. What? Why, it's Wilcox. Now, what are you doing in that costume, Harlow? Going to a Christmas party, Hap. Oh, what's in the sack? Why, a load of merry motoring. In this box, I've got smoother performance, you see? Ignition-engineered Autolite spark plugs. Sure, and when you replace worn-out spark plugs with these new Bantam beauties, your car will perform smoother than Santa skidding down a slippery chimney. And what's in this box, Harlow? Fast starts, Hap. Well, these are ignition-engineered Autolite spark plugs, too. You bet. They're unmatched for quick starts because they're designed by the same Autolite engineers who designed the coil, distributor, and all the other important parts of the complete ignition system for many leading makes of our finest cars. 
That's why ignition-engineered Autolite spark plugs work as a team with your car's ignition system. And that's why they're world-famous for quality and dependability. And I suppose you're giving gas savings in the third box, eh, Harlow? You guessed it, Hap. So, friends, have your Autolite spark plug dealer replace worn-out spark plugs with ignition-engineered Autolite spark plugs. Choose either the standard or resistor type. And remember, you're always right with Autolite. And now, with Christmas for Carol and the performance of Dennis Day, Autolite hopes once again to keep you in suspense. It was dark and silent. The window in the house glinted a little from the Christmas tree lights. Rocky didn't move. He just stood there in the alley, but I wanted to run. Fast, get away and put it behind me. Just a second. We got the money, Rocky. What are we hanging around for? Come on, let's get out of here. I said we wait for the old couple to get back. What for? Why take chances now? We got some money. How do we know it's all of it? Maybe they split it and put it in two places. We'll wait here and watch for them when they come in. They'll tip it. It was 8000 That's what he withdrew. You asked for this, kid. Now do as you're told. We wait. <laughs> I couldn't help being scared. This was my first job, my first and last. I just wanted that money. I wanted it fast and short, and I wanted to run away from it and forget it. A one shot. That's why I got hold of Rocky Perea. Lucky. I had to be lucky just this once. For Carol, not for me. It was for Carol. Nothing else I cared about, see? It didn't seem possible now that three days ago I hadn't known Rocky, hadn't needed him. What is it, Doctor? How about the baby? Your wife must remain in bed. Serious? No, not serious, but she's got to stay flat on her back. A, a nurse. You should have a nurse with her all the time. Oh, but it's two months away, Doctor. Well, it's just a question of keeping her relaxed and quiet, not letting her do any work around the house, or lift things, or even walk. Okay, okay, Doctor, and she'll be all right? Uh, there's one other thing. She was quite worried when I told her about the nurse. I, I got the feeling she's well afraid to have the baby. Afraid? Not for herself. Well, I can't put my finger on it, but it's having a detrimental effect on a condition. And I... I know what it is, Doctor. Money. Oh, I see. Well, it might not be easy finding a nurse only four days till Christmas. I'll get one, Doctor. Thanks. I'll call you this evening. Yeah. Thanks again, Doctor. Sweetheart, it'll be all right. I'm going to get the nurse to take care of you. I'll be able to get up and around in a day or two. Not if you want that, son. The doc said everything will be all right if you take it easy, and you're going to take it easy. But a nurse... Look, I've got to get back to the bank. I'm only on my lunch hour, sweetheart. I'll make a few calls from there, and tonight we'll pick out the nurse. How... How much do they charge? What's the difference? How much, Paul? It's a lot of money, I know. Fifty, sixty a week. We'll make out all right. Now there's nothing to worry about. Oh, Paul... This was going to be a happy Christmas now. Yeah, a happy Christmas in this dump. It's funny, Paul. Fifty dollars a week for a nurse for another two months. It's funny. You make forty-eight fifty at the bank. We'll have to pay the nurse more money than you earn. Yeah, more money than I earn. You know how it is being a bank teller? Feeling, seeing, handling money, 
taking in money, paying it out. When I went back to work, I was seeing it for the first time with something more than a detached feeling, thinking, I need this money, I need this money, I need this money. How I need this money for Carol and the baby. It was almost 3 o'clock when Eddie the bookie came in. Hi, Paul. Aha, good day yesterday. And big action in a few days. Santa need opens. Yeah, people like to throw their money away. They throw it, I catch it. Eddie, could I see you later? You ready to make a deal? I want to talk to you. What time you through? Five o'clock. Meet you outside at five o'clock. Eddie Garth, bookie. He quit school in the seventh grade. I held out and went through college. And all these years, he's tried to get me to go in with him, to run his office, do the book work. He was waiting for me when I finished work. We went to a coffee shop and sat down. And all around us, the loudspeakers reminding me what a happy Christmas it was. Hush, Carol, Paul. Not so good, Eddie. That's, that's what I want to talk to you about. Ah, no more loans, Paul. You need money? Come with me. Don't you ever give up. What's so good at the bank? 25 bucks for a Christmas bonus? Look, Eddie... Come in with me, now. With Santa Anita opening. I can work the outside, get new accounts... Eddie... And I'll give you 10% of those accounts, Paul. But I won't lend you the money. I'd be a sucker to lend it to you. I'll give it to you if you come in, but I won't lend you anymore. Okay, Eddie. Forget it. I'll get it some other way. I don't get it. What's wrong with my deal? Look, Eddie, how many times have you been rousted by the vice squad? Plenty. Well, and every time to... they book you and they fingerprint you and take your picture. So what? They never have anything on me. It's on your record, Eddie, as long as you live. Ah, sure, I need money. Maybe I'm getting close to the time when I'm not too choosy about the way I get it. But it won't be your way. What? What are you talking about? If I ever break the law, it's going to be with the right guy and it's going to be the right job. Are you dreaming, Paul? You'll still be in that cage ten years from now. I'd hit and run. One job with enough out of it to make it worthwhile. That's the way to be, Eddie. A one shot. There is no such thing, Paul. You do something like that, you're stuck in it. And you're worse off than if you came with me. Think about it, Paul. Go home then and fix dinner for Carol. All the time thinking of the money and Carol and the baby and debts. The worry eating at me and thinking about what I'd said to Eddie. Then the next morning, old man Forbes made a withdrawal. The first he'd ever made. Hiya, son. What? Oh, uh, hello, Mr. Forbes. <laughs> I'm going to miss you, son. Seems like we're good friends after all these years. Miss me? <laughs> Take a look at the slip. Mm, that's a lot of money. Twelve years hard work. That's what that money means. But you're taking it all out? Yeah, and I quit my job today. Quit your job. Ada and me, we've been waiting a long time for this Christmas. We're moving out of the city. Oh? And we've had our eye on a little farm. Now we can buy it. You've got the papers drawn up. Then you're you're leaving right away? About a week. But Ada don't know yet. I'm going to surprise her. Kind of a Christmas present. But it's not safe to keep so much cash on you, especially well, I've if... got a perfect place to hide it, son. No one would think to look there. Besides, I figure I've worked too hard and too long to lose it now. Oh, no, son. It wouldn't happen. Wouldn't seem right, son. It stayed with me and it grew. Like a wheel spinning, gaining momentum. This could be the right job. $8,000, enough for that single shot. It stayed with me. All the time growing. Growing. 
Lunches on me, Paul? If you change your mind. No. I called you, Eddie, because I... I need your help. What kind of help? Well, you can arrange for me to talk to someone. Maybe. Who is it? Rocky Pereira. Rocky Pereira? Are you kidding? You picked yourself the right guy, all right. The cops don't even know what he looks like. They never mugged him or printed him. Yes, Eddie, that's right. You're crazy, I tell you. A million people want to talk to Rocky Perea, including the cops. No. No, Paul, I can't touch it. You can, Eddie, if you want it to bad enough. Please, Eddie. All right. I'll see what I can do. Maybe I do know someone. And, Eddie, it's got to be soon. You know you'll be taking a chance. It better be good. It is, Eddie. Good enough to take the chance for... That was two days ago, and this morning Eddie came through. A certain friend, Rocky's only outside contact, told him to keep an eye on a house on Hoover Street. Eddie gave me all the dope, what Rocky looked like, how he'd act, what to expect. And early this evening, I told Carol I was going out for a while, that I'd, I'd borrow the money from Eddie, and that we wouldn't have to worry about paying it back for a while. That's what I told her, but that wasn't the answer. The answer was at the house on Hoover with Rocky Perea. I tell you, suspense always had. I mean, each and every week, very consistent. They had the best stories, the best stars, the best writing, you know, and the best production values. And you're listening to it right now. Good Christmas story called Christmas for Carol. And uh, this stars Dennis Day. Um, and Christmas uh, for Carol starring Dennis Day. Yeah, 1950, December 20. This is a December, let's see, December 21st broadcast. Not quite Christmas, but coming up on Christmas. Um, Dennis Day wasn't really like an actor, right? He was, um, it's interesting that they would sometimes cast even non-actors on this show. He was really not an actor. He, I don't think he did much acting at all. He was a crooner, right? So uh, it's cool. It's great to hear these uh, suspense episodes. And we'll get back to it in just a few minutes. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, Sam Spade, Burns and Allen, Have Gun, Will Travel, Gangbusters, and Sherlock Holmes, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Carl Amari and I co host. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. This is Hollywood 360, across about 100 radio stations coast to coast, and American Forces Radio, 168 countries, playing all your favorite classic radio shows. We have a club, it's called Classic Radio Club, and you can go there and check it all out at ClassicRadioClub.com. 
if you want to subscribe to our podcast, which also now has a video option. You can watch us in the studio, the full five-hour show. You get it every single week, every Monday. Just go to Hollywood360radio.com, and you can sign up for our podcast. Right, Lisa? Right. You could sign up right now and get the uh, link on Monday yeah. uh, to listen and or watch. So that's a lot of fun. And immediate or gratif- watch. I like that. <laughs> immediate gratification here. Yeah. <laughs> sign up right now. You can go to our website, Hollywood360radio.com. You can cancel at any time. All right. Now the conclusion to Christmas for Carol starring Dennis Day on Suspense. I waited there, hidden in the dark corner behind the incinerator. I kept thinking, making excuses. It wasn't up to me anymore. It wasn't any other choice. I needed money desperately. I needed help to get the money. I waited more than an hour. And then I heard footsteps come up the alley. He stopped before the open patch of light. Just like Eddie told me. He was careful. Very careful. Making sure no one was staking him. I took a deep breath and hitched my weight forward. It was going to cut across the open for the back door. I remember thinking, now, do it for Carol. For the rotten, miserable Christmas. Do it now. Rocky! He froze for a split second. And almost faster than I could see, he ducked into a shadow and spun around. Streetlight didn't touch him. It glinted on something metallic in his hand. And even from where I was standing, I could see he had a gun pointed at me. Don't shoot. It was a good thing I'd said it. His gun was aiming front and center. He crouched there looking at me, his eyes flat and hard, then his voice deep and tight and deadly. Who are you? I'm not a cop, Rocky. Come close. I can see you better. Sure, Rocky. I just want to talk to you. You call me Rocky. You been talking to anyone? I've been watching you. I know you're Rocky Perea. You've been watching me? What for? You're wanted, Rocky, and you need money. Who are you? Where'd you come from? That doesn't matter, Rocky. This is a business deal. I figured it out very carefully. You need money? Well, so do I. And I got a way to get it. Just like that, eh? And, Rocky, I'm not staying. This is a one-shot deal. A one-shot? There's no such thing. That's the way it's got to be. We do this job together and we're through. We never see each other again. I sure ain't going to go looking for you. But you won't quit. Not if it comes off easy. I'll quit, Rocky. What's in this for me? Half. $4,000. Well, kids, you ain't dumb by any means, staking me out like this. Almost smart enough to be a copper. You got guts, too. Tell me you got a family. There's uh, no one to stop me. I have a job that doesn't pay enough. This will raise my salary. You want this one haul, then it's back to your job, eh? Yeah. Is it a deal? What's the job? I have a car. I'll tell you on the way. If you go for it, okay. If not, we forget the whole thing. Okay, kid. I'll listen to it. Let's go driving. I told him what I'd planned and why I needed him. And he agreed to come with me. We drove to the Forbes' house. It was a small and old house. Just big enough for the two of them. I drove down to the corner and parked, and we started back. Lucky there's no one on the street. Let's go up the alley. Yeah, Rocky. There's the back door. Look, no lights. They're not home. That makes it a cinch. 
Okay, go on, take it. It's your baby. Rocky, I'll have to break a window. Yeah. You want me to hold your hand? I'll wrap my jacket around my fist. That'll keep the noise down. Why don't you write me a book? Okay, okay, I'm going. I was lucky. The side of the house was hidden from the street by a big tree. And there was light to see with from the Christmas tree in the living room. I wrapped the jacket around my knuckles and while the short, sharp jab broke through the window. It sounded like a cannon. The street being so quiet before, I was scared it would rouse the whole neighborhood. But like I said, I was lucky. I scrambled up the sill and dropped into the living room. I was pretty clumsy. I pulled out drawers, looked behind pictures, under cushions. I went in the kitchen and poked around the cabinets. I looked in the cookie jar and I found a rolled up wad of bills. It was money, all right, but only $40. The old lady's secret treasure. I put it back and went into the living room again. Looking around, nervous, I stumbled on the Christmas tree and knocked it over. And then I remembered what the old man had said. A Christmas present for his wife. And I knew it was somewhere on that tree. There were Christmas stockings and favors and little red boots in and around the tinsel and the lighted bulbs. And I found the $8,000 hidden deep in one of the stockings. Got it, Rocky. Let me see it. It's there, Rocky. It's all there. Yeah, eight grand. I guess I'll hold it. Come on, let's go. Take it easy. We're going to stick around for a while. Stick around? What for? We got some money. How do we know it's all of it? Maybe they split it and put it in two places. We'll wait here and watch when they come in. They'll tip it. It was 8000 That's what he withdrew. You ask for this, kid. Now do as you're told. We wait. I couldn't help being scared. My first job. My first and last. A one-shot. I wanted to get away fast, run and put it behind me. But Rocky just stood there like he didn't have a worry in the world. <laughs> Listen, kid. They're ringing for us. They're wishing us a Merry Christmas. <laughs> Wait. There they are. They're unlocking the door. You know, Harvey, the Christmas services were so beautiful. Sure were. This year in particular. Harvey. Huh? Look, the tree. Someone's been in here. A burglar. Burglar? Oh, my cookie jar. I've got my house money hidden there. <laughs> The old lady ran to the kitchen, but Forbes knew where to look, and he knew it was gone. Rocky was grinning, his face lit up like floodlights. Let's go, Rocky. We've seen enough. No, no, hold on a minute. It's all here, Harvey. I wonder what he was after. Ada, it's gone. All the money. All what money? Eight thousand dollars. I took it all out of the bank. Ada, I, I, I quit my job. It was going to be a surprise. No. Every penny we had in the world. Oh, Harvey, all that money. No, 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 it'll be all right, Ada. Oh, 12 years you've worked so we could have something. Well, I can keep on working, Ada. I'll do it all over again. Oh, you can't work anymore, the doctor. Oh, what's a person to believe? You work so hard and we do without things for 12 long years and for what? In one minute, some good-for-nothing hoodlum takes it all away from us. I looked at Rocky standing there next to me, his face split by that grin. 
It was funny to him, something to laugh about, to gloat over. That's why he'd stayed. Suddenly I knew I couldn't go through with it. Me, the guy who needed the money so bad, the guy with the bright one-shot idea. Quite a show, eh, kid? Come on, let's go. He moved off a few steps, but I just stood there, knowing what I was going to do. Come on, I said, let's go. Knowing what I was going to do. No. No, Rocky, we're not going. Huh? I said we're not going, and neither is the money. What's that? Don't, Rocky. I've got a gun, too. And what's got into you? I'm going to give that money back, Rocky. I I can't stomach this. Give it back? You're crazy. No, Rocky, I just didn't see deep enough. Old people like this. This was your idea. I ain't responsible for it. I know, Rocky, but I can make it right. Suppose I don't give you the money. Then I'll kill you, Rocky. Okay, kid. You got the gun. He gave me the money, all the hate showing in his eyes. I turned, started for the house. I gave him my back for a target. But he didn't use it. I knocked on the door. Yes, who? Paul, from the bank. I, uh, I just had a fight with a guy, Mr. Forbes. Saw him jump from your window. I chased after him. Our window? You saw him? Yes, ma'am. I was walking past. I kind of figured he'd just finished robbing you. Well, did you catch him? Oh, I couldn't hold on to him. He, uh, he broke away, but not before I got this. Why, Harvey, the money. Yes. Oh, Paul, bless you. Oh, forget it. I'm only sorry I couldn't hold him. You you say you fought with this burglar? Yes, um, he broke away we, before... We want to thank you, Paul. Forget it. I'll I'll be going now. Oh, wait, Paul. We want to give you a reward. Oh, no. No, I don't want a reward. I'll, I'll have to be going. I stopped there on the porch for a minute, afraid to go back to Rocky. Suddenly, terribly afraid of what he'd do to me. The old couple was still talking, loud, like old people do. Yes, it, it, it all happened so fast. I'll always wonder about that boy. What made him bring the money back? He's honest, Ada. I, I know him from the bank. Oh, fiddlesticks, Harvey. He didn't fight with anyone. What do you mean, Ada? Well, his clothes, by the whole story he told us. Your young friend took the money in the first place. Why, I... Ada, I, I believe you're right. Of course I'm right. Now, what on earth made him change his mind like that? It's Christmas, Ada. Merry Christmas. She'd known. The old lady had known all along. And it didn't make any difference. Why, she'd offered, even offered to give me a reward. Suddenly, I felt something strange, like, like being clean inside, like being able to see something that wasn't there before. And the tightness, the fear eased a little. Now, let's go, kid. The car. Rocky. You did what you wanted. You just forgot that half of that money was mine. Now move. Get it moving. What was it you said? You need me, Rocky. You're hot. Rocky, uh, I made a mistake. I want to team up with you, Rocky. You need money. I got away. I was wrong. Maybe the next job you won't get soft in the head. There's not going to be a next one, Rocky. I'm through. Through? You think I spent Christmas Eve with you because I like you? 
I'm out four grand. Kid. I'm sorry, Rocky, but there's not going to be a next time. You think so, huh? Stop the car. All right. But I'll never see it different, Rocky. I found out tonight. If it's not these old people, then it's someone else taking it just as hard. Are you sure? You sure it's not Christmas doing this? I'm sure. It's not for me, Rocky. Huh. You know, I'm kind of glad it turned out this way. You what? Well, you're through, aren't you? You're going back to your job. Yeah, Rocky, sure. Good. Then I figured it right. What? I didn't think you'd go through with it. Say, wait a minute. Yeah? You're not Rocky Perea. <laughs> I said you were a smart kid. But the way you acted, so careful, sneaking in the alley and... Say, who are you? Weissman's the name. Police Lieutenant Richard Weissman, gangster squad. You're a cop? But where's Rocky? We picked him up this afternoon, kid. He had a couple of guys working with him, and I thought maybe you were one of them. Now I know different. The cop. I don't expect I'll run into you again, kid. So take care of yourself. And uh, Merry Christmas. Lucky. All the breaks. But I was no better off than this morning. There was still money, two months paying the nurse. There was still the worry for Carol. Oh, Mr. Shane, we've been expecting you. Congratulations. Doctor, what's the matter? Why? Oh, nothing's wrong. Quite the contrary. Your wife just had a baby. Baby? Carol? Oh, she's perfectly all right. So is your daughter. Carol. Oh, Carol, darling. Are you all right? Hello, sweetheart. I'm fine. Carol is... is... We won't have to borrow the money now, Paul. It's turned out for the best after all. Oh, darling. And it always will, my dear. We have so much, you and I. We have each other. And now, we've got a daughter. A fine, healthy little girl. The rest will come, Paul. Let's live the day we have. Your little girl's over there, Paul. Tell her we're very, very happy she's in the family. And wish her a Merry Christmas.
Suspense, presented by Autolite. Tonight's star, Mr. Dennis Day. Santa visits girls and boys after they've been good, but Autolite keeps cars and trucks performing as they should. <laughs> right you are, Hap, because Autolite makes more than 400 products for cars, trucks, planes, and boats in 28 plants coast to coast. These include complete electrical systems used as original equipment on many leading makes of America's finest cars. Electric windshield wipers, starting motors, voltage regulators, coils, distributors, wire and cable generators. All engineered to fit together perfectly, work together perfectly because they're a perfect team. So friends, don't accept electrical parts supposed to be as good. Ask for and insist on original factory parts at your neighborhood service station, car dealer, garage, or repair shop. And because all Autolite parts are original factory parts, you can be sure you're right. Because you're always right with Autolite. Next week on Suspense, Mr. Cornell Wilde, a star of A Ring for Maria. And in weeks to come, you will hear such famous stars as Mickey Rooney, Ginger Rogers, Eve Arden, and Ezio Pinza, all appearing in tales well calculated to keep you in suspense. Suspense is produced and directed by Elliot Lewis, with music composed by Lucian Morawieck and conducted by Lud Bluskin. Christmas for Carol was written for suspense by David Friedman. Dennis Day appears through arrangement with Colgate Palmolive Pete Company and may be heard on his own program, A Day in the Life of Dennis Day. And remember, next week on Suspense, Mr. Cornell Wilde in A Ring for Maria. That is Suspense, Christmas for Carol Starring Dennis Day. That was uh, produced and directed by Elliot Lewis. Elliot Lewis played Frankie Remley on the Phil Harris and Alice Faye show. He was an actor, but he was uh, more of a producer-director, although he did like to act. He did a lot of acting. But he, uh, he produced suspense. He produced crime classics. He produced a lot of different radio shows. Dennis Day, who was Jack Benny's crooner, at this time he had his own radio show too, the Dennis Day Show. Um, so yeah, I guess he did some acting. Right. I mean, not just crooning. Uh, sponsored by Autolite, December twenty first, nineteen fifty, as heard on CBS. That is suspense. Sarah Knight Adamson is Hollywood three sixties national movie critic, and each week she reviews a new film release. Sarah, take it away. Hi, Carl, and hello to all of our listeners. Tonight, I'm going to review the holiday movies Candy Cane Lane, rated PG. It's streaming now on Amazon Prime. And Wonka, also rated PG, that's playing now in theaters. Candy Cane Lane stars Eddie Murphy and Tracy Ellen Ross in a family-centered, magical Christmas lighting decoration contest that is, ooh, over-the-top competitive. It's my beginning to look a lot like Christmas. High stakes as neighbors compete for best decorated house on the block. I think this is the house to beat. I laughed out loud and enjoyed the creative ideas in the movie as well as Eddie Murphy's humor. I can highly recommend the film as an addition to your family holiday viewing. Wonka rated PG 
is a musical origin story of the classic movie based on the book Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It stars Timothy Chalamet as Willy Wonka. He's a magician, inventor, and chocolatier who has dreams of opening his own chocolate factory. Ladies and gentlemen of the Gallery Gourmet, my name is Willy Wonka. He's good. Too good. Pretty sure I've gained about 150 pounds in the last two weeks. You could change her life, Mr. Wonka. Change all their lives. Wonka is an entertaining, dazzling movie that families will have a great time humming along while munching on their favorite holiday treats. I enjoyed both holiday movies. Candy Cane Lane can be seen on TV, Amazon Prime, and Wonka is playing in theaters. Thanks so much for listening in tonight. I'm Sarah Knight Adamson, your national film and TV critic for Sarah's Backstage Pass. Be sure to check out my coverage of the Critics' Choice Celebration of Black, Latino, and AAP Awards. It's posted to my website and rogerebert.com. See you next week. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Fibber McGee and Molly in our next hour, plus learning the lyrics. Stick around. Hey everybody, Jared Sebastian, host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.